This is The Next Great Diva, an international sing-off. Join our judges, Footright from a showcase for unsigned talent, Nova Lorraine from Rain Magazine, and Jane Ega from DoPR as they search the globe, looking for the world's newest singing sensation. This is the Africa edition with anchor judge, music industry veteran, Melvin Witten. Don't miss out. Subscribe and listen to The Next Great Diva. Yo, 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 good evening, good evening, good evening. This is another edition of the next Great Diva. My name is Fred Wright from a showcase for Einstein Tyler. And I'm here to let y'all know that this is our first season. Well, we got plenty more here. And although we're coming out of West Africa this season right here, any city can... Call us up. We'll be right there. To my, what we got is female vocals that can sing. And I'm ready to bring them on, too. I ain't got no time to waste, man. I'm ready to bring them on. First of all, I got to bring on my ladies. From Rain Magazine, the co-host, the co-owner, the co-producer, Mrs. Nova Rain. How you doing today, Footright? I'm <laughs> good, 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 good. Ooh, it's nice today. Yeah, it is. And it's a perfect day to hear some new music. I hope you got some fired up girls here, man, because I want to hear some fired up girls, man. That's about make me holler. Somebody with that special take, that next witness. Well, I'm I'm just as anxious to hear these ladies that our, our tech producers put together for us today. And on the lookout, too. You know, with Rain, we're always looking to feature, you know, some amazing talent. So I'm anxious to see who... We can discover on the show. So for the newcomers out here, Nova, tell them a little about the format, man. Tell them exactly how this thing goes. Yeah. So we, myself, Jane, who we'll be hearing from in a second, and Footright, will be listening to three contestants each show for our audition season to find our semifinalists for season one of The Next Great Diva. And... We'll be uh, listening to three ladies here today. And as he mentioned, it's the West Africa edition. So the contestants are affiliated with that region in Africa, either through family or their roots, or some actually reside there as well. And yeah, at the end of each episode, we'll each be giving our in or out vote to see who gets that lucky card to move forward. Okay, that's the format. So who is the special guest you got here? Well, we have our lovely co-host, Jane from Doe PR. Hey, Jane. Hey, Jane. Hey, hey, hey. How's everybody doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm always excited when I'm listening to or looking out for new talent. So I'm glad to be here. I can't wait to see who we got this week. You know, I'm hoping to really hear some fire. You know, the last Mm -hmm. couple of weeks have been so-so. But, you know, let's see. Right. We did find some good talent, but I'm always looking to turn it up a notch each week, too. So, Jane, tell the people where you're from and what you do, man. So I'm from New York, and um, I own a media and comms agency in New York called Doe Media and Publishing, um, which also houses the Doe PR. So we represent brands and artists for good PR. And, you know, I'm always looking for new people to work with um, if they have a finished project and are, you know, looking to be promoted. That's what I do. So when you're looking and finding talent, 
When does someone know when they're ready for a PR team or what should they be doing to get ready for representation like what you would be doing for them? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think that people try to get PR too early a lot of the times because they're like, yo, man, I'm going to be famous. And then they just go out and get a PR person. (laughs) But literally, like you shouldn't be looking for anybody to promote you unless you have a finished project that you have finished working on. It's complete. You have a release date and you also have other things lined up. Now, the reason why I say that, and when I say other things lined up, I mean like other things lined up, like you have this one finished project, but then you have like, you know, another video coming out, another song or another project back to back. Like you need to be like almost sort of ready with a catalog before you go for promotion, because we can only promote the same thing, like, you know, one or two times, like, you know, and if there's nothing new coming out, then you're kind of just kind of spinning wheels. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah, I know my people are going to enjoy that right there because a lot of people been spinning wheels. I've seen people go do recording and start putting their stuff up before they master it. Makes no sense. Right. You know, that doesn't make any sense. You want someone to hear a finished product. And I've always had a rule, no unfinished music in the car. Like, <laughs> I like to, when I hear new music, I like to listen to it through car speakers first. So mm-hmm. if it's unfinished, like if I just came from the studio, it's not mixed, it's not mastered, I don't want to hear it. So that's something I think people should take to account when they're thinking about looking for promotion or putting themselves out there. Oh, that's a really good point think about that. Thank you, Dan. And then for those of you that were listening to our last episode, Footright shared some steps on what happens behind the scenes when you're producing a raw, I guess, song into a finished and mastered product. Yeah, what I did was, Nova, I explained it the way we did things 15 and 20 years ago. Now, today, people are going in the studio with one instrument playing all the of going there with a keyboard playing all the instruments on one keyboard, which is really not creating music. It really is playing music. Yeah, I'm a guy, I rather pay a, a different drummer. I rather pay a different keyboard player, sax player. I rather pay each one of those guys because that's their profession and I want it played originally. I don't want it played off a keyboard. I don't want my flute coming off a keyboard. I want my flute coming out of somebody's mouth. Oh, okay. Oh, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Quincy Jones type guy. <laughs> yes. I really appreciate all the music that I grew up in and around. My father DJed as a hobby and- Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there was always music playing and he loved all genres. So from reggae to jazz, to hip hop, to gospel, just you name it. It was, he was just attracted to quality music and it didn't matter the genre. So there was music always on as a kid in our house. And then we entertained often. So there was a lot of parties, Uh, a lot of house parties, and you had to know how to dance. And the Uh, don't come to Nova's house without knowing how to dance. Listen, you know, you can't go to a Jamaican party and not know how to dance. Listen. (laughs) That's so good though. I try to give my kids like a little mix of, you know, different music, let them hear Michael Jackson, you know, different things that they can when they get older they can say they had these influences growing up. That's so cool. Yeah, that's it's I think it's so important. 
You know what I want to do, man? Take a second to explain this to some of those hip hoppers out there. I done studied this thing a long time. Fellas, please think about what you're recording today, how it going to sound to your grandkids 20 years from now. Think about mm-hmm. what's coming out of your mouth. Please. <laughs> yeah, think about what's coming out of your mouth right now because trends don't trend. Trends stay the same. And if you're saying something right now, 20 years from now, you might wish you hadn't said that. Right. You know, and something that all this guns and cussing, man, I just come from across the water. I, I hear people making music that don't cuss at all. Until my Afrobeat don't have cussing. It's about helping each other. Why don't you people here in the United States, my brothers and sisters, stop putting yourself in the penitentiary with these crazy lyrics. Y'all just want to make a rhyme, get a beat and make a rhyme. Think about what you're saying, man. Come on. So true. Yeah, I definitely would say the music that I listened to growing up was definitely more poetry. Yeah. There was a lot more meaning and purpose and passion in the lyrics. And that's why a lot of those songs are still played today, decades later, you know? Yeah, so true. So that's timeless. a really good point. Let's see if we can find some timeless ladies here today. Who do we have? Okay, let's jump into it. Well, we have three ladies again on our roster and our first lady up is Demelola Esther. She's 25. She's from Lagos. She's currently studying sociology at the University of Lagos, Nigeria, and she hopes to be a counselor to teenagers someday. Music has been part of her life since she was a kid, and she plays guitar in addition to singing. What she loves about music is that it has no barriers and is a universal language. The goal is to inspire and to be a good example for others. She feels that her purpose in life is to contribute to society with her music and by helping others. She's singing 360 by Usher. We don't have to go the 360 degrees. Now it's time to go the 180. You don't have to climb the highest mountain For all you're looking for is within you Open the eyes of your mind, your ears and mouth As I sing my song Open the eyes of your mind, your ears and mouth as you hear my words, oh, parada papa parei, parada papa parei. I'll be waiting. I'll be oh, parada papa parei, parada papa parei. I'll be waiting. No. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we said we wanted to turn it up a notch this week. I think <laughs> she turned that up. I definitely think so. She definitely is a step up from, you know, what we have been hearing in terms of voice. Her her tone is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she chose to write song too, man. I like the harmony, man. Wow. Yeah. I'm always impressed when I hear these acapella songs. You know, it's... You're just on your own. <laughs> you have to have that yeah. beat in your head. There's no background music to save you. And mm-hmm. that was just so powerful. I loved it. You know, I wanted to actually be in the room 
you know, seeing her sing, like she brought me into that space with her. And again, I'm always looking for, hmm, is it a different sound? Do I want to hear more? Did I experience something, you know, from this singer? And she hit all three for me. Yeah, I agree. She made me want to be in the room as well. I do think that my only critique of her is that, you know, what I've noticed over the years when listening to international singers is that somehow, some way in their music, they sound so enunciated that you can't even tell where they're from. And I think that's something that she would have to work on because it comes it comes out beautiful and polished when you have sort of like an ambiguous sound that when you're singing. And I think that that's something she would definitely need to work on. But her energy was great. I feel like, you know, she really carried that song. So, Jane, so what you're saying is you think she should be recognized for where she's from? No, I'm saying that she shouldn't, her accent shouldn't be so thick through her music. And I know that sounds, probably sounds crazy, but like, you know, I, when I, I take it, when I listen to like British artists, even like they'll sing a song and when, and when they're singing, they have like, just like, you know, you can't even hear their British accent, but then when they're talking, then you can hear that, oh, this person's from England, you know, like you would never have known that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand. You loved it, but right. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. What'd you love about it? About her voice, it's real strong, man. I'm talking about and she got control of it. It ain't like she was rushing or anything. She was just flowing right really. I never heard that song, but I love that hummity. I love that hummity. I love, <laughs> I love the way she, you know, I just loved everything about her. You know, she's a step up for real, man. She's a step up. Yeah. I think she excited us. That's right. We're like, okay, what's next? <laughs> yes, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I don't so, want to come here early no more. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Rebecca is now following Damalola. So let's see. Let's see. It's, it's, it's hard to follow a good act, but maybe Rebecca is going to give Damalola a run for her money. Rebecca Osamede, and she's 21. She's from Benin City, Edo State, Nigeria. She prides herself on being a good listener and loves her music that's filled with passion. She thinks music brings out the best in her. Her goal is to impact lives with her music and to be known worldwide as a motivational singer. She's singing Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston. Come on, Rebecca. You're from where my mom's from. She better represent. Oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> Have a leave the children our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty that pulls us inside. Give them more sense of pride to make it easier. Let our children learn. Reminding us and never used to be Everybody searching for a hero People need someone to look up to I never find anyone to fulfill my need A lonely place to be And so I learned to deal pain on him. And I like a girl, never talk in anyone's shadow. If I fail, 
a bit pitchy for me for me uh rebecca i don't know <laughs> I, I think it's definitely a hard act to follow having just heard our last singer and i think she has a a nice voice there are moments of the song that i really enjoyed but whitney houston is a hard that's a high bar it's a really high bar. It is. You got to really practice Whitney. I remember when I was young, I used to practice in the mirror singing Whitney and Mariah Carey song. Mm-hmm. And then I would go and practice in front of my family. It's a hard, it's difficult. But what I do think she did do better than Tommy Lola was, I feel like she spoke the music language. So she didn't, I could hear less of her accent mm-hmm. than I mm-hmm. could for Tommy Lola, even though it was very pitchy and, you know, out of breath. But I think she did better speaking the music language. You're kind of quiet, foot right? What, what are you thinking about? You're thinking. <laughs> You're <laughs> deep in thought. That's what I'm thinking about, man. See, I heard chickens in the background. I heard all kind of. Oh my god! No. <laughs> so, oh, no. What that does is that puts so much pressure on the contestant to not to be when she can't find that quiet spot to record. Yeah, it puts a lot of pressure on her and her best don't come through. So I'm listening through that right there. And I hear some nice stuff. She's not one of the better contestants that we done had, but I have to look at, hey man, the conditions. And uh, she's trying to do the best that she can. I have to look at it from that standpoint right there also. You know how it is in Africa, man. I don't care where I stayed in Africa, there was noise. There was somebody beating something, building something, or uh, some I can noise. Agree with that. I can definitely agree with that. I definitely yeah. still think, though, had this been something, you know, that you can't come back from, a one-time audition in an elevator with a big producer at A&R, the noise doesn't matter. You know, mm-hmm. you have to sing through and it has to sound good in that one moment for them to take you. So I just, it wasn't there for me. I, you know, I don't think she she carried that through. Right. I'm going to have to echo that. I echo that also. Yeah, chickens just, or no chickens, foot right. I'm just going yeah, to have to. I didn't hear the chickens. <laughs> but. Right. I'm like, where are the chickens? I didn't, I didn't hear the chickens. I'm like, can we hear that again? <laughs> As a producer, I used to take microphones and go up into the mountains and record cricket sounds and a lot of stuff that I brought back to music. Mm. I got that from Norma Whitfield. You know, Norma Whitfield was the first person that put that type sound into music. So mm. when I hear, hear any type insect, I hear insects. I know what I hear. I hear chickens. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so funny if she has no chickens nowhere near her, but I believe you, Foot Right. I believe you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, let's, let's see <laughs> what Josephine has in the background. Hopefully no chickens. Hopefully no chickens. So our, our third and final contestant for our episode three of our audition season is Josephine Mwangi. She's 23 years old. She's from Nairi Central. Her music is therapy for her, and she finds inspiration in it. She's also interested in fashion, 
and business. Her goal is to be an inspiration to young girls and to motivate them to reach for the stars. She's singing Surrender by Natalie. We let the waters rise. We drifted to survive. I needed you to stay. But I let you drift away. My love, where are you? talking about you know this her voice josephine i love the tone of her voice i love how she took her time with that song i don't know maybe i'm also waiting for my love to surrender girl i think you were listening <laughs> to the love i think you were <laughs> I love, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I do think definitely there's some points where she needs to, you know, brush up. But I overall enjoyed her her tone and her passion. I enjoyed the song. I enjoyed the lyrics. I did not enjoy her voice. Oh. So for me, midway through, it was a little pitchy. It was a lot pitchy, actually, for me. Yeah, I could say it was pitchy. I could say that. But I think her tone, her tone is, I feel like if she worked with a vocal coach, Mm -hmm. she could really be a great singer. Okay. Okay. I'll give her that. I mean, I did like her choice, her song choice. And the lyrics are beautiful and powerful. And that's, I think the lyrics sort of carried you up into the clouds a little bit there. (laughs) Um. That could be it. That could be it. But I do applaud her. I applaud all these these ladies for, you know, having the courage to go after their dreams, to take the time to record a song and to record an acapella, to fill out the application, to send it in. It That takes so much. It's so easy to listen and critique. It takes so many more steps. It's to- true take your music from just in your head to where it is now being listened to by people all over the world. So I will applaud anyone who has made it this far because there are many of people who sent in their audition tapes. But again, if we're, for me personally, love the song, love the lyrics, was not in love with Josephine's voice. Mm-hmm. Not now, <laughs> but I will agree with you. I do think that there's absolute potential there and with training, it could be very special. 
Yeah, I mean, I echo that um, in terms of sending in their, you know, their auditions. You know, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. So the fact that they even took the shot. Absolutely. You know, even if they miss, at least you took it and you know you can take another one. So, yeah. And I mean, I disagreed with you. You loved it. I was like, eh. And that's the whole point. It's just being heard. Yeah. You only need one person to say that. Yes. So that's it. But I think that she really, I agree with you. It was pitchy. I think that if she can, you know, work on that, that she would have something really good, that a, a nice balance in her voice. That's true. Yeah, this is what I want to do, Nova. I want to thank you for what you just said, because you just gave a lot of young ladies a lot of encouragement, man. They got the courage to try this thing now. Uh, as far as the contestant, I like Josephine. I really do. I like the voice also. So I'm disagreeing with you also on that note. But the girl need help. She need a coach and she need, but that girl voice right there might can get her paid. Yeah, she might can get, she need a little help, but I like her. All right. Yeah. And that's what this is all about, right? This is what it's yes. all about. Yeah, we trying to find the, the next great diva and hopefully we were going to find her was in the next couple of episodes. <laughs> we done heard some nice one now. We done heard some nice one. But we got some episodes to do. This episode definitely went up a lot in terms of quality of singers. I think that these women sound a little bit more matured. Like they've, they've been singing a lot longer. I do like these, these three women. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's definitely... We turned it up. We put it out there at the beginning of the episode and we got what we were looking for. So you want. And I like the tension. I like how we didn't all, all agree on everyone too. We usually are like, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let's see. I'm excited. I like the geographic location that the women are coming from now because they're not all just locked in on Nigeria and Ghana. I think we got had one from South America, South Africa. So I just want South Africa to know that if y'all got some more talent down there, please invite us down there because we'll come to your country. That's right. So the moment of truth where we give our votes, are they in or are they out? So as you know, the majority in votes moves on to the semifinal round that will be aired on the first official season of The Next Great Diva. And so majority wins. Let's see. And then, of course, as you know, for our listeners, there may be a show where no one moves on. So let's see what we have. And we're going to start with our first singer, Damalola. And she sings 360 by Usher. So... Jane, in or out? Oh, this is a tough one because, you know, <laughs> I did enjoy the way she carried the song and I did enjoy her voice. Why are you laughing for, right? <laughs> you sound like you sound man. You know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But I'm going to have to reserve my end so she's out for me. Okay. Foot right. Oh, man, I loved her. So, man, she's in. I loved her too. She's in for me. I'm sorry, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> makes me feel bad. Okay. <laughs> We're moving on. We are moving to Rebecca. She's saying The Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston. Foot right, in or out? Hey, man, Rebecca's on my Facebook page. Where does she be hitting oh, me on foot right? We're saying, no, no. No, 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 no. Don't start giving out handouts. Uh-uh. 
<laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't know what they do is yeah, all our appetizement she like all our appetizement but that got nothing to do with her poker but Rebecca I like you as uh, like my appetizement but uh, she's out she's out for foot right Jane in or yeah, out Rebecca's out for me and Rebecca we really appreciate you submitting your music and participating in our audition season but for me you're out as well but keep singing and keep pushing forward to your dreams. And our last contestant, Josephine Mwangi, the controversial, not really controversial, but the song that sent a few of us to the clouds. She sings <laughs> Surrender by Natalie and Jane, in or out? She's in for me. I am in love with her voice. I could just see her now in, I don't know, a few weeks of vocal training or a few months of vocal training, and she's going to be a star. Hmm. Wow. Wow. That's a high bar she just put on. So yeah, putting, she, yeah, she did. She did. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting the higher. Yeah, I don't think uh, she needs that much training, but I think she can go far, 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 man, because... You know, you listen to somebody, Jane know what she's talking about. Y'all done heard enough of her to know. So if Jane says she can go far, I know I, if I was producing her, I know I could take her all the way. Come on, let's go. Yeah. we can. Foot right, is she in or is she out for you? I don't know, man. I'm with whatever, man. I think that... Um, Come on, foot right. Don't let it down. Don't let it down. Don't let me Okay. I'm in. Woo! Come on. <laughs> wow, really, foot right? Okay. Yes. I am not disagreeing that with the right tra- training, she's going to be phenomenal. Not disagreeing with that at all. And like I said, I really, really enjoyed her song choice. Um, Love the lyrics. But... For me, if I had to choose one, I will have to say my in is re- reserved for da- Dama Lola. So therefore, I'll have to say out. Mm, okay. So we have two contestants this episode that received two in votes, Dama Lola and Josephine. And so what Ooh. that means, listeners, that we actually have two individuals that will be battling it out on the first season of The Next Great Diva. So if one of these ladies were your favorites, you make sure that you tune in when we launch Next Great Diva so you could put your vote in to see who is going to be our final winner. And so that is it. Thank you so much, Damalola, Rebecca, and Josephine for joining us in our season of The Next Great Diva. It was truly a really difficult episode in terms of selecting (laughs) our favorites as we can see but appreciate all these women who are going after their dreams so if you are listening if you have a dream it just takes one step all right take that step and don't let any no deter you because you only need that right yes and just that one yes so this is nova with the next great diva if you have any questions comments suggestions please connect with us on instagram at the next great diva and we'd love to hear from you and get excited guys we have one more episode to find the finalists for that first season of the next great diva thank you so much jane for joining us as always and her foot right I'm here. I'm out. (laughs) All right, guys. See you at the next show. That's it. Peace.
Google.